Hello, everybody. It's the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. Uh, this is the second time we had to film because uh, our my internet went out. Like we made it about halfway, and then the internet cut out. <laughs> so we're trying to do it again. Where we're talking about All Out 2023, uh, and yeah, like there, so there was uh, three matches on this card, which was different from Forbidden Door. Uh, where we didn't get to watch those, but uh, and it's mostly I didn't even know Dennis Rodman was in one of the matches. It seemed kind of weird why they had Dennis Rodman there because I don't think he was involved with any. It looks like he was with the acclaimed and Billy and Billy Gunn, but I don't even know the reason why they had him in there. But the because they had to fill the, the dumb, card. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but like with Dennis Rodman though. But uh, once it, uh, Adam Page seemed like the only, like, the weirdest thing where they're like, I don't know what to do with him, so we're going to have him win a charity battle royal where uh, uh, essentially, like, later on in the night, they said where he was uh, giving the, the charity money to, and then it turned out that it was the Chicago Education Fund, I think they said that it was. Yeah. Which I made so, a comment about that, but we're not going to get political on here. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, what's it called? I mean, they do like a lot of stuff in Chicago, so I'm not surprised. And then there was Hikaru Shida, Willow Nightingale, and Sky Blue versus uh, Athena, Mercedes Martinez, and Diamante. Which it seems like they uh, switch uh, Diamante around, like, from face to heel, like, a lot, it seems like. But, uh,. Anyway, it seems like weird too. And mind you, if you see my uh, vision go to the side, it's because I have my iPad set up. Can't just have it like right below the ring light. So <clears throat> that way I can actually look up the badge cards and whatever else. So, uh, so if you're wondering why my vision is going off, it's because of that. So it started off with Better Than You, Baby which is such a good tag team name uh, versus the Dark Order. And like Dark Order seems like they kind of lost momentum once they started getting all their members out of the group. Like when they got Stu Grayson, Stu Grayson got let go. I don't even know what, if they got rid of Preston Vance or not. Because I haven't seen him on TV or seen Did anything. They, from oh, you're talking about Dark while. Order. You're talking about Dark yeah. Order, right? Yeah, because the better yeah. than you, baby, match. Yeah. So, like, it seems like they didn't. Re- now they're recruiting again. It sounds like with their vignettes and stuff, because now they're a heel tag team again. So, which made sense because the stuff with Adam Page, like, uh, like it seemed like he was fine with the lead again. So then, Dark Order took him backseat so of course they're kind of pissed off about that so it makes sense why they would be heels again hopefully they end up getting some better members in there like like some like worthy like uh, guys like i don't know it couldn't be like brian cage or somebody but like somebody of that caliber it needs to they need to end up having somebody kind of like how Brody lee was in the group where he was kind of like the bigger name type of thing in the group, it seems like, instead of just Evil Uno and then Alex Reynolds and John Silver. But the match was good. 
or in like it's I still think it's hilarious how they do the uh double clothesline and then well, the other part the was is the, kick or whatever. It wasn't only that. Remember he started the sportsmanship chant? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. This fucking face MJF uh, is so crazy to me because it's literally the same dude. <laughs> Well, yeah, but not he does the same shit, but it just like works in a face fashion rather than because I mean he did the sportsmanship stuff when he was a heel, and then he would just high gouge them too, like fucking when he was a heel. But then but, for some reason, with him being a face, it still works. Uh, since we're talking about the MJF match, uh, did you see the skit that he recreated the Bret hit? Bret oh, Hart yeah, the thing? Bret Hart one? Where, yeah, I thought that was funny. Where, where the kid was like, I'm adopted? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Literally the fucking straight up, like, it looked like the same vignette. Like, they tried to it, do everything yeah. the exact same, which is so funny. But that's why I say, like, everything that's, I'm like, it's so funny how, like, just like a year ago, I think, when... Because I think it was all out 2022, and then he did the promo on Dynamite that next week where he essentially was trying to get Tony Khan to fire him, which how much you could see is like a shoot or a face promo, or like shoot or a worked promo in that. But well, yeah, like, everything this year, and we kind of talked about it a couple of uh podcast well no it was the last podcast with the cm punk stuff because yeah because of that you don't know alongside of all this stuff like the first fight between cm punk and the elite whether or not because of the mjf stuff before that you didn't know if any of this stuff has been work works since. oh yeah yeah and that's, that's where i said thing. they're blending the line a little too close because yeah you know, because of what MJF did, now it was like, did the CM Punk thing with Jack Perry really take place, and did he really get fired at the time? It was like, you don't even yeah. know, because the way they blended the line with the MJF stuff and know. how it Somewhat turned out. from what I was hearing was like, I don't know, it seemed like he hated working there, but I did Like, if he hated working there, then how much of a person CM Punk is, like, do you think that, and like, how much the well, WWE stuff was right, you know? Well, and like, that's, that's what I'm what saying. I'm I mean, now because well, at the time, like I was getting tired of the same WWE product, right? So, like now, it just seems like a disgruntled dude that's just like pissed off that he wasn't like the well, end all be all. And I keep hearing rumors that WWE is going to sign him because you know Survivor Series is in Chicago. Yeah, and I'm like, and hey, I'm like, uh, and it's two months away, and. CM Punk said in an interview that then he'll he be like two months or something like doing that, yeah. nothing for two months. Yeah. So it's well, like, well, I mean, I hope. I, sorry, Josh. Like I know that. you're a fan of CM Punk's, but at this point in his career, I just want to see him gone. At first, <laughs> when I when he came back, I was excited. Yeah. But but ever with this crap, it's like now you really yeah. do start I, wondering. If well, WWE, if he well, was causing a lot of I'm, those I'm issues. I'm a fan of CM Punk, but also at the same time, it's like, yes, I have to agree. I can't, like, I can't just uh, act like it didn't happen. I'm like, 
And it just seems like he's being a child to me. Really. It is. And right now, but but I mentioned it in the all in podcast that we did that. I don't know why Jack Perry got suspended. I still, for the life of me, I don't understand it. It's like, unless, unless when he came backstage or whatever, and he went after punk. Yeah. But I don't think yeah, that's like what happened. Into his face or something. Yeah. Because if that was the so, case, yeah. I think Perry would have been fired. Like yeah. there wouldn't have. And I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, but why he got suspended, if somebody went at me, I'm going to react to it. I'm not just going to let him yeah. fucking hit me. I mean, well, so it's yeah, like, that's the main thing. Well, I mean, they were, there was conflicting reports like saying that, uh, it was that CM Punk asked him if he had a problem with him and if they could squash it or whatever. So, like, there's so much you could believe. I mean, like, unless you were really there, you wouldn't really know. No, like, I truly this get is it. Just but speculation it, from people, but like, and there had to been a reason why he got suspended. But also at the same time, do you think that he could have been suspended? I mean, like, it seemed like they were giving him a heel push, so I definitely think that there was something more to it. Either that or they were trying to be like, oh, anybody starts shit with CM Punk is suspended. Type but of that's thing. the thing, too. And it then, could be, that could be part of the work. CM Punk, he should have had Perry come back, though. But that but, could be uh, part yeah. of the work of the whole thing. Like, yeah. they have to make, like, maybe to increase his heel push is that he... You know, when he comes back, he can talk shit about Punk all he wants because Punk's yeah. gone. Well, you know, that, so I don't that's know. The main thing, yeah, I, mean, I don't know for sure. So, but I mean, with this match, it was yeah. I love that double clothesline is funny because I love the way it it ended preliminarily the match at All In. I think we talked yeah. about it. So that's how <laughs> it initially ended as they both pinned each other, and then yeah. they agreed to go on further. So yeah, it's a it's a great move. It's both, just uh, funny for, because yeah. literally nobody ends up having double clothesline as a finishing move. And it's just like a normal now, move that you see like all the time. And then they're just like double clothesline. But the kangaroo <laughs> kick is funny too because the yeah, way he the holds his damn kick, hands oh, up and my shit. God, and the, it is so dumb. Holy and, then, and then not to <sighs> mention, you know, unfortunately I hope... That Adam Cole did not hurt himself at Grand Slam because oh, he landed yeah. wrong. Where he was jumping and stuff, and then he eventually showed him like limping. Like I point. know he got Hopefully hurt he because hurt they. Himself. Well, they like, said he, he, he he said they said that he left the ring on or left the arena on crutches that night, but. Hopefully, that was more of a precaution. Oh, than, yeah, hopefully, yeah. Like to keep him off of it. Um, yeah, so, I'm like, uh, uh, but anyway, after the tag team match, that's the one thing I like about the structure. I talk about it all the time. Mostly, they go instantly from one match to the next, except for, like, a little tiny break if they're showing, like, a video. So, like, this one, they kind of was teasing Samoa Joe going against uh, MJF, and I guess it already happened because it happened at Grand Slam, right? It did, yeah. Yeah, yeah so like they were teasing that. So they were showing when Samoa Joe was an NXT champion, and then he pushed MJF out of the way. This was like a ways back. Well, not so, only that. Like he literally does the same thing to MJF this time. He hurt yeah, his neck, and then they, he pushed him. Yeah, they teased it, and MJF, MJF actually acknowledged it on Twitter. Like, he actually yeah. pointed it out in a post yeah. he made on Twitter, too. So they did use it. 
Now, one thing I wanted to point out before we get talking about this match is I always do this customarily in all the all the podcasts that we do. Um, the first match went 14 minutes and 5 seconds. So as we go through this, you'll see the shortest match is the one we're getting ready to talk about, but the rest of them are actually as long or slightly shorter than that first match was. Yeah. Besides the match we're getting ready like, to talk about. And really, Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor was just really, it's kind of like showed Shane Taylor in a good light because I think this is the biggest stage he's really done for himself as AEW right now. But like, it was just a Haas fight. And then it actually ended a lot sooner than I was going. Um, I thought it was going to. I thought that they were going to give it a little bit more time. And then it was already over. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it didn't last very long. <laughs> he put him in the, I think, Kakina clutch after yeah. they did and a then few it was Haas, just over. Haas yeah. uh, punches and stuff. It only went six minutes and 25 seconds. Yeah. So that was the shortest match of the night. But if you guys recall on our previous uh uh, pay-per-view conversations related to wwe that's almost kind of what the standard match time is for wwe except the roman matches that go like 35 minutes um you might have a couple that go may go 15 to 18 but the majority of them are like eight to ten minutes it's crazy but yeah you'll see as we talk about this more and more more and more anybody could see but arrow like German Shepherd is down here. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I mean, attention. There, six minutes. There's not much you can talk about in a match. It was a it was a Haas fight, and but I think Samoa there was Joe. another match that was like better than that. that was oh, the, the, fight. yeah, but they I made mean, a shirt about it, but yeah. we'll talk about it yeah. in a little bit. So anyway, then there was Luchasaurus with uh, Christian Cage versus Darby Allen. And I keep on talking about how much like, and have I you, just don't think Christian Cage needs but, to really do anything. But have you but seen Darby, what happened since? What? With, huh? With Christian. Why? What happened with Christian? He took the title from Luchasaurus at Grand Slam, dude. Hold on. So what, did he just go out there and pin him for it? No, they were in a, they were in a match uh, at Grand Slam. Luchasaurus, Christian Cage, and I think Darby Allen was. Oh really? It was a th- it was a three may three way match, and Christian oh, took it. Christian just pinned Luchasaurus, yeah. or yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that just means that eventually <laughs> Luchasaurus is going to just destroy Christian Cage, then. Yeah. Which I'm all for that, but uh, so like during this one, this was uh, what was it? Uh, oh yeah, it was a singles match because the predecessor was the one where he did the the coffin drop. But yeah, like, that was the coffin drop. Yeah, he match, did. Though. Yeah, it was just a. And it was basically saying, a. Yeah, that's minute, I'm saying, it, Oh, sorry. No, that's all right. It was a twelve-minute squash match. The one thing that I didn't understand, I know that Nick Wayne is like a, uh, what is a protege of Darby's. Mm-hmm. But it was like, why was he even out there? But yeah, because he didn't get involved. It was like he was just there, which seemed kind of weird. But especially. You know, the Luchasaurus, like, beat the shit out of Darby. So I thought at first that Darby was going to be- beat him somehow, and then he just didn't. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, oh, Darby okay. continues to take those damn Yeah, he's going to I swear, I don't he know needs how to be he's safer, gonna... man. I really love Darby, <laughs> but he needs to be safer. He doesn't need to do this crazy shit anymore. Yeah, it's... Like, and he does I it mean, every it's match. It's one thing when it's like, 
the coffin drop on certain things or whatever, but but like, yeah, you the don't last need to be one, Jeff Hardy because Jeff well, Hardy, you could tell Jeff Hardy is hurt. Well, like, yeah, a week time, a, a week before this, he literally did the coffin drop on the coffin. Yeah. So and then he takes a bump on the the uh, in the corner off the ramp or off the uh, ringside area. It was oh, like. Yeah. Remember yeah, that? Like, dude, was like, you don't need to fucking do this shit. It was like, I, 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 mostly because I don't want him to be like Mick Foley, where Mick Foley probably gets up and he's hurting all the time. Same with like, and John Moxley was just talking about like how uh, his doctor said that he's got like arthritis of a 70s year old man. Because yeah, like, no, and yeah. he was saying that if he wrestled during the daytime, he'd didn't know if he would be able to do it yeah. because he was like he gets more stable throughout the day and i'm like yeah i feel that that's fucking age wears on you anyway but like doing physical stuff i'm sure that it takes a toll on you especially so yeah so then there was miro and powerhouse Hobbs, and this match was fucking hilarious mostly because well the, the meat, meat chance, chance and then they the made a shirt. were fucking I, hilarious. They made a shirt called, it says meat on the front of it. Like literally. Which is so dumb. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> yeah, I'm I think like, I talked about is the. Is it going to be the, for Miro or is it just a random ass shirt? I think it's just a random meat shirt. But I mean, it's, but it literally just says <laughs> meat. God. Like, uh, in little, like, white squares with the black lettering across it. And, oh, so and uh, dumb. but you know, I think I talked about it in the last one that uh, uh, Tony Storm has that new shirt uh, of her saying uh, "chin up, tits out." Oh yeah, and it's then, actually uh, an AEW shirt. Like it's a it's picture so of her that she yeah. signed that says "chin up, tits out" on it with her signature, mm. and it's like so. I guess you I can know. make whatever like you want based on whatever they say. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. If they think that it's success, I mean, really, if you got like a a company but it where is. you could sell any type of merch, I yeah. mean, you could end up being like, oh, I'm only going to sell ten, you know. But it is kind of funny <laughs> like with the uh, with the chin up tits out thing. She says that, and then she says, "Watch out for the shoes." Yes, <laughs> which I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I think we talked about that last time. but Yeah, yeah I couldn't remember <laughs> if it, it was on our failed one that we that my internet went out on. But yeah, it was my, just funny how every time she would end an interview she, and like she would just chuck a shoe. And then and then at the last one with Renee, she's like, watch out for the shoe. Like, yeah. shit, that should be a fucking shirt. That would be <laughs> yeah. funny as fuck. If it would say Tony Storm, watch out for the shoe, and it's just a shoe chucking yeah. thing, that would be funny as shit. Uh, it like, I, I wouldn't mean, doubt it, though, because... the Scissor Me Daddy ass shirt. Yeah, I wouldn't I doubt it, though. I buy that shirt. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't doubt it, though, because they tend to make shoes if they become popular. Or, yeah. not shoes, they make shirts. Um. But yeah, but yeah, going uh, on this Miro fight, yeah, Miro it fight was, was awesome. Yeah, it was the best. I would say the second best match of the night. I think is what I yeah. even said last time. Uh, because just the now, the end was kind of odd because it was you know oh, yeah, this was. Because, uh, did she come out to CJ Perry? I think she did, right? 
Was she didn't come name? out as I don't think she came out as anyone. It just said hot and flexible. I think on the screen. I don't oh, know if she okay. came so out. She, yeah, as I'm anyone. assuming that she would probably go out as a real name, but um, because Saran does the same thing. But I'm like, I Wait, don't know. Yeah, I would assume. And then she was like, and then he was saying that she wasn't real and shit. Like after, because they uh, uh, powerhouse Hobbs and him shook hands, and then it was like an awkward pause in between them shaking hands so i thought that powerhouse was gonna turn on him and then it took him a while to turn on him and hit him so then uh i think he got a chair at one point and then cj perry came out with her own chair and then went to go hit him and then at one point like uh so she pretty much made the save and then he was like you're not real and ran out of the ring yeah, so he like, said you're not real, like, but then he also she she cut that weird promo on Dynamite where she said something. Um, I'm trying to remember the words. Uh, it was I think it might have been on Collision actually, where she uh, had a cryptic promo where she um, said, "What the hell was it?" She said, "Dang it." trying to remember uh i've been in exile for almost a year and then i was summoned and when that coward finally spoke he told me that i would be his favorite champion once again that with his blessings and my muscles i would never lose again and all i needed to do is praise him so hold on this is what the promo no this is what this is what she said or what he said it was at that oh, moment that I oh, realized okay. that this coward was an idiot. The Redeemer kneels before no man or a god, so now I know what I must do. I must walk alone. I must be what this oh. fool is not, righteous without speaking, seeking reward. Therefore, I now renounce my god, my gold, my beautiful wife, because I am Miro oh. and I am godless. So, Ooh. yeah, so, so he was talking about his wife the entire time is the way they're going about it but her promo um what she said was different so it was like i think she was responding to that yeah um and she probably didn't say something that worked well that went with it well yeah because she let's see she said Hmm. um i mean that's an easy way of introducing where it's not just about oh miro you really want to go down this path i respect that but i'm going to have to go down mine so uh, so that means that she's probably going to do something where she's gonna sabotage him maybe yeah i don't know but what it sounds like like he's gonna try to do his stuff his own way and then she's gonna try to like impede it it's I just guess. strange, though, because it's like... Yeah, that's very weird. Yeah, like, because yeah, you're not real, it's your yeah. wife. How How is yeah, she not real? It yeah, just, that's it's just weird. A, yeah, so... That's very weird. Hearing the... Uh, so maybe he was just trying to blurt something out, and then they changed it, like, since Dynamite, or whatever they... Whenever they did the uh, promos. I'm assuming yeah. Collision. Is he just still strictly Collision? Yeah, he's on collision. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, those so, were big. I mean, that was a great match. It basically, they made Hobbs look really strong, I would say, because yes. he took, he got he out of, like what do they call of, it yeah. the in the in AEW? What do they call it? I, I know his submission is called Game Over. Okay. That's why yeah. he comes out and he says, Game Over. Yeah. And so, then he does that. 
Yeah, so like, yeah, he took that, and then I think he passed out for a minute or something, right? But he took because it he once tap, and actually right? picked Miro up. Oh yeah, that's out of it. Yeah, and then uh, then he took a spawn, another spine buster, I think. Yeah. Um, and he which went I, for I'm, the game over too. Yeah. Yeah, which um, I thought was funny. I was like, "You done fucked up, man." <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> But yeah, that shit only so, works when you're the rock, man. Or a yeah. stone gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even Kurt Angle. Let's admit, the, sometimes even Kurt Angle. So yeah, it was definitely a good match. Like, probably one of the best matches on the card. Yeah, and I for, think I preempted um, our conversation on Tony Storm, because that was the next match yeah, that was coming up. Yeah, I know that it's Chris Statlander with, uh, yeah. going against Ruby Soho with Soraya in the crowd. Or, like, in with her. But, like, I honestly thought that Tony Storm wasn't going to be the one that turned. The way that they were doing all in, I thought that Soraya was doing the turn. Because they well, did everything with her family. Did all this shit where everybody freaked out and stuff. So I thought when stuff happened where, like, her, she hit her mom and all that stuff. Like, I honestly thought that Tony was going to be still a heel and she yeah. was going to be an outcast. This match is, was just annoying. I think I talked about it. Well, I with Ruby, she botches. She seems to botch a lot. And Chris Statlander, ever since she came back, you can just tell she's slower because of the knee stuff. And yeah. I just feel that the timing of this match was just weird. And well, I mean, like the moves were off, and it just seemed. Yeah, I mean, they I were doing the, good moves uh, and stuff. They just seemed pretty funny though. But, but like, yeah, the yeah. Zoolander stuff. Yeah. And, and even I, like Ben Stiller commented on it, which yeah. was funny. But, yeah. And the, yeah. the, the cool part is she did blue steel twice, right? When she did it at the beginning and then at the end, I think the, the yeah. lip, you know, think, the, was it, uh, I couldn't remember if she did it right before her finisher or like after she won. I think she did it right after she won, but I think she did it at the very beginning as she was coming down the ramp. Yeah. And I then that, and then uh, when I was looking at her, I was like, hold on, what is that? And then I'm like, yeah. oh, it's oh, okay. Like when they said blue steel, I was like, oh, shit, it's a Zoolander thing. Because I was looking at the the colors that she picked where it has the little, I would say, wiener things on there. Or like the best way to describe it. Yeah. For the, the symbols. Yeah. It just looks like wieners. <laughs> <laughs> to me but uh what's it going so yeah like i was just not placing it and then when they said that i was like oh it's from the I'm like i can't remember how far into zoolander it was like when he was doing the blue steel thing maybe it was and, at the very beginning and just to point out the last match was 15 minutes and 40 seconds i don't think i said that yeah before. and this is 12 <laughs> minutes and 25 seconds yeah, so you guys but, see, yeah, like Tony Storm, like literally just came in and like uh, the funniest with Ruby to well, not win. Well, the funniest part though is she came out on the wrong side, so she oh yeah she she was supposed to come out on the opposite side to mess with Ruby, and she ended up coming out on the opposite side where Soraya was at, and had to run around the entire ring to get to where Ruby was. Yeah, um, which was so funny. You, yeah, yeah. So I, I think was like, they, what the hell is she doing? And unfortunately, they, the cameraman couldn't really like cut from that because Soraya was standing right there. So you see, yep. 
the entire part where Tony comes out and has to run. Then she was doing some weird crap with the spray can. I don't know why she was just spraying it up in the air like that was doing anything. Yeah, but I, thought, I thought she was just like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what she was thinking. I think Maybe all she, she had to like, do was oh, hold on working? to it. Like, haha. Yeah. Or yeah. it would have made sense to spray, spray Ruby or Ruby, something. Yeah. 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 I mean, but like, that's why I didn't really care for the match all that much. I like how Chris Statlander is uh, perceived as a strong contender, especially now that she beat Jade. Well, I think it is cool that she's um, naming her finisher depending upon the night she does it. So, like, you know, like if she hits it on a Saturday, it's called Saturday Night Fever. If it's a Sunday, it's Sunday Night Fever. And I guess it could be Friday, depending upon if she's on Rampage and I guess Wednesday if she's on Dynamite, right? I don't think I've seen where, like, I think, I don't know, but, but, uh, anyhow, but yeah, this match wasn't besides the funniest part was Tony storm. Yeah. Saving it pretty much. Yeah. Just instantly, uh, just saying like Ruby wasn't winning because of cheating or getting involved, I should say, but then probably uh, the match of the night, probably, by a mile, of, of it was wasn't Brian even Danielson it, versus Ricky Starks. I know, me and, and you Ricky probably, Starks is so good, but like yeah. this match was great. And me and you probably Brian's, disagree by a mile, but I feel that this was by a mile the best match. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like I would say, just generally, especially just considering beats throughout it, and especially like, considering Brian, I don't like, think broke and cut himself like super early. Like he he was bleeding for most of the match, and um, like, but the strap was implemented well. He, even Daniel Bryan, or well, Brian Daniel said, "I'm still gonna do that," but like he chokes him out, or tries to choke him out with the strap at one point, like doing what they did with uh, John Moxley, where Paige choked him out with the chain. So essentially, at one point, he did that, and then. Uh, once it gold. I loved how the finish too. The finish was great. Oh yeah, like, where Starks didn't tap. He basically yeah. got <laughs> like he just choked, choked out. him out. <laughs> the one <laughs> thing that I done. think didn't and what I didn't really I get it because that's how it started. But why uh, Ricky the Steamboat had to be involved? Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, like especially the whole pause that he did at the beginning where they're like. Oh, are you afraid of like uh, uh, Ricky Starks from here? And then he sits there and he pauses for a abnormally long time, <laughs> and then says, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And that's all he said too. It's not like he <laughs> like, said he didn't add, like they should have just had him anything like, in additional. The corner of Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. Yeah, they should have just had him in the corner, and that was it. Like well, and, on the commentary was like a and, waste of time. And you could just tell his movement. You could tell he's old. Like, even when yeah. he got involved in the match to an oh, extent, yeah. his yeah. Like, punches were very slow, and he yeah, can't, he can't do, do, do the same shit that he used to. Which yeah. is like, you know, that's just time evolving. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying. If they, especially the, if they haven't wrestled in, like, ages, too. Yeah, because the, I don't they, know how long he hasn't wrestled for. But Yeah, they need to think about things. Yeah, like, it's like at a certain point, the, like should you? Uh, we said it like about Sabu. The snake, but well, like we, you don't need to get him involved with shit because he's not like that age to do it anymore. Well, we said it about Sabu on what was it? 
at double or nothing. Yeah. You could tell he's way past like what he should be doing. And he's still doing that crazy shit. And yeah. Sting still does Which, these moves. And still that, does like crazy shit and no sell stuff when he doesn't have to. Yeah. I mean, like, it's like literally it's one thing if it's like every three months or whatever, but Sting doesn't need to wrestle anymore. I, no. I just, so I only say that for like the older guys because I don't want them to like the more age it is on you, the more it's going to take a toll on you and the more it's going to hurt you. Well, the crazy the part is now St- Sting left WWE after he got spinal stenosis from that yeah. buckle bomb that Seth Rollins gave him. So, yeah. I mean, it's like, and you're in your sixties and you go into AEW and you're freaking jumping on tables yeah. and yeah, like, what the hell? Yeah. You don't need to be doing that. Let Darby do that shit if he wants to. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. I mean, Darby's going to do yeah. it. It's not like you have to tell him twice. I mean, he'll he'll uh, do crazy the, crap all the time. That's the main but, thing for me. Like that, like you could tell better stories throughout the the whole thing. But I so, think it's like, cool how Brian Danielson the, has yeah. the final countdown and his part yeah, of his. It seems like uh, now entrance again. Do it from now on or something, which. It seems crazy how much money like Tony Khan just throws out just for like ring themes. Well, if the rumor out. is true too about uh, what could possibly be announced at Wrestle Dream coming up, there's oh, more yeah. money he's possibly shelling out. Yeah. Anyone that's I mean, listening, that. rumor is that what I'm hearing is that uh, Tony Khan's going to buy New Japan. Pro wrestling, which and I mean, it. like you would need to end up having. I definitely know that for a fact that it would be more money than fucking Ring of Honor, and it was more money than probably WWE would shell out for New Japan. Like I don't even think that they were even thinking about buying New Japan if they were for sale. But like, I no, don't but think can you imagine? I mean, WWE's <laughs> big, but holy hell, if if, if AEW takes Japan over, too, yeah. Almost yeah. every other brand that's yeah. out there. I mean, besides Impact, because, right? I mean, what, like what other ones other are people, there? It's Impact, and then probably the closest thing is MLW, probably. But yeah, they, uh, they I have think it's called Major League the, Wrestling because that's another televised one. That and like NWA, but I don't think Billy Corgan's going to sell NWA. Like, oh, well, since uh, he just bought it that, not too long ago, didn't he? Yeah, and he's been I mean, putting effort into trying to make the brand better, better but. I mean, what he did with Nick Aldis, I don't know for sure about, though. And, like, Nick Aldis was, like, I guess he's having beef with him or something. I don't know exactly from what, but, like, uh, that's what I heard was that there were, uh, like, there was contract disputes or something that went into it. That's why he hasn't really been in NWA for a while. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, it's going to happen, especially... I definitely think that Nick Aldis should at least get a run in WWE, but I mean, I if, thought that was I thought that was if, already happening, but I guess well, not. Well, that's what I'm saying. I get so like you saw the the stuff with uh, Jay White though. Like it well, yeah, seemed like yeah. as soon as like he was about to be going in for WWE, it's changed real quick. Especially, well, might I add, like now uh, that we're like during this podcast, now they release like. Eight or ten other wrestlers. I think it was I figured, like ten or fifteen or something. Yeah, I figured, I figured we'd we talk about talk that about more about during payback. Payback, but, uh, payback, but uh, whatever. 
but they released Dolph Ziggler, so I'm wondering, like, that's one of the main ones that I was thinking of. So maybe Ryan Nemeth could do something with uh, his brother. Well, that's and if he, he keeps go wrestling. I mean, I, I've heard that Dolph I mean, has he's done been doing wrestling. stuff. Well, I mean, he's been doing the stand-up for a long time, and he doesn't really need to wrestle. I mean, if it, if he's getting be- uh, paid better doing stand-up, then he should might as well just keep doing stand-up. I doubt yeah. he's getting paid better he doing probably stand-up. He's paid better. I, I'm sure that he ain't getting paid better. But, like, <laughs> doing bumps and shit, and then... But, yeah, I mean, for your livelihood? Stuff, yeah, like, probably it, it's gonna... a better thing for him to do stand-up rather than... Because, I mean, if you haven't been able to tell, he's been more away from wrestling for a while now. And I've seen him do more stand-up comedy stuff than he has wrestled. But, I mean, that could be a combination of that and, like, WWE's not having stories for you and stuff like that. But, yeah, getting back to uh, so getting back the to Starks it, match. Yeah. Um, they, they were back and forth in this one, man. It was, like, crazy getting back. Danielson hit the knee. Then he vowed to kick Starks fucking head in like which he, i love that part like and, every time i hear that shit and like even if he was he, a healer or face i would still be like yeah then he locked in the label lock like josh said but then he modified it using the strap and then starks passed out i mean it was a great match it was yeah they went back and forth they used and since then did you see that uh ricky starks when he that where he hit the dude with the chair but he like missed and some oh, dude really? in the crowd, yeah, some dude in the crowd said, that's fake. And he said, you mean like the orgasms your wife has? <laughs> and that's. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So I just had to point that out because it's just Ricky Starks. Ever since we went on that cruise, he's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And ta- even I mean, talking. It's just even. Like, he seems like a nice dude. And, like, he knows exactly how to, like, get a rise out of you and then yep. just, like, be a normal dude. So but like, yeah, so he's been a yeah. favorite of mine for a while. Yeah, and then, uh, so, then on to the next one, which is Blackpool Combat Club versus Co- uh, Eddie Kingston and Katsuyori uh, Shibata. This one was okay, but I definitely still think that Blackpool Combat Club's best member is Yuta. I think that's oh, the, by main far. Person, well, the main person that's actually gotten better stock out of the, the being in that stable. Is yeah, you. we've talked about it before. John Moxley just gets cut in every match. Yeah. Claudio, Claudio kind of just... doesn't really do much. No, like, he, he just, just kind of... Yeah, and that's what he did. We've talked about it over and over again. It seems like that's got to be why he didn't get pushed in WWE because that's what he did there. Yeah. It's like... When he was, especially when he was in a tag team, it was like he was just there. Yeah. Like he doesn't really get over with the crowd all that much. I don't know if it's the language or his accent or what, but I don't feel I don't that. Know. Maybe it's you know, just his promo skills or something. I don't yeah, know. I don't know, but it just seems like he's, you know, it couldn't have been WWE because it's happening in AEW the same way. Yeah. Like, I mean, and he's getting stuff, the, I mean, and like, he's I getting the titles really and stuff. To do stuff, but yeah, he got the ring of honor belt. I think that was the main one that he got. Yeah. And he's since, I don't, I don't he since has, he, yes, 
He since has lost it to Eddie Kingston, though. So, which spoilers. I was so happy for that because like Eddie Kingston seems like he's busted his ass for a while. Like, well, and I was reading a quote about him too. Was he was talking about? I guess he silently signed a new four year contract. Oh, with and he was AEW? like, yeah, and he was like, why would I leave? I'm getting yeah. everything I want from them, yeah. and. He says, and yeah, nobody needs like to a know. New Japan dude, and yeah, like he's more of a New Japan dude, and and I definitely think that he appreciates what AEW did, like in signing him because he wasn't like at the time he wasn't like a known name. Like I remember seeing him in Ring of Honor and stuff, and like he always played like a tough dude especially in ring of honor like he always played like pretty much how he's played now but just more like a rough-sided dude like more rough than he is now but yeah. like i remember somewhat of that i think that's when kevin steen was in ring of honor too but then i didn't see him a whole lot but then he has a huge respect for new japan wrestling so I think he likes stiff shots and stuff like that. So it's great knowing that he won both the ne- uh I think it's the never open weight belt or it's the the New Japan strong belt. It might be the New Japan strong belt. And then he won the Ring of Honor belt. So I think this match was just building more on the feud between Claudio and Eddie. Yeah, and I believe so Shibata too because was just there. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much. Well, Willer Yuta was kind of there too, but he does a lot more, you know, in yeah. comparison than than. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like his, because um, like in this match, this Claudio way. Claudio wouldn't get in the ring pretty much when Eddie oh, Kingston yeah. was in so there. So most of the, most of the time it was Yuta wrestling, and then until like Eddie Kingston finally got his hands on him. Right. And I understand that because it's part of the storyline. This is what the storytelling that I think some people may not get is that Claudio was doing it because there's a thing between him and Eddie that would culminate. So they have to play yeah. it that way. Even though you may want to see him wrestle more, it's part of the storyline that he wasn't. So, I mean, it's, yep. you know, and, but again, heel, but like again, at like... least they've got Wheeler Yuta that can handle himself in the ring like that because it's oh, like, yeah. With and Black... he was nice when we met him, too. Yeah. We met him on the cruise, and he was nice, too. Yeah, with Blackpool Combat Club, though, I don't see a lot of them. John Moxley, to me, isn't that great. He does some great promos, but yeah. it's it's kind of hit or miss. Like, some may be really good, and then there's others that are like, what did he just say? And then yeah, we like, talked about uh, Claudio yeah. earlier, and then I don't think Wheeler Yuta's that great on the mic either. Yeah, and then um, there's Brian Danielson, but Daniel Bryant or Brian Danielson is just great being himself. Yeah, but like, I don't. That's the thing. I think the he's. he's just yeah, I in think the he's in the group, but I don't think he's in the group. If yeah, that makes yeah. sense, because yeah. it's like he's part of the group, but he's really not. It's like if he needs to be, he will be, but yeah. more more time yeah. than not, he's not that's really why, that's part why of it. I was surprised with Takashita. We might as well go into that. And Kenny Omega's uh, stuff is like more the Don Callis show is instead of Takashita going into the Blackpool Combat Club. Like, I don't know why. 
And especially his fucking ring theme is just boring as fuck. It's, it's like just, you couldn't uh, have thought of, yeah, they you couldn't have come yeah, up there's... with anything better than what, like, if you're trying to say that he's the next Kenny Omega, why didn't you have him have a ring theme that played off of Kenny Omega's music? <laughs> like, trying to, like, over, like, outdo Kenny Omega, you know? Yeah. Trying to be more Omega than Omega. Yeah, and, and that's uh, one thing that I didn't understand why yeah, they did that. One other and thing I wanted to point out before we thing, move, like, move uh-huh, what? one more thing I wanted to point out was that last match was 15 minutes and 55 seconds. Oh, yeah. And then this one ended up being 22 minutes and 30 seconds. And which, it didn't need to be. No, and it didn't seem like it was that long. It seemed like yeah. it was because of the Don Callis stuff that ended up extending yeah. it because... um. And one surprise was that Kenny Omega took the pin. I did yeah. not expect that was, at all. I was surprised that I thought that they were going to do similar to what they did at all at, all in, where he just squeaked by with a win. But he actually pinned him and beat him. I was like surprised. I mean, I think it was the knee to the face that he beat him on, right? I think so. Yeah, I think he just did like a, a kind of a version of a V trigger, but he I did mean, a, he exposed his knee and then yeah, he, and he kicked him in the face. He, yeah, he, yeah, it was pretty so much like, the. Uh, I'm trying like to think get, what what move it's like. There's the one trigger similar, but I mean also well, yeah, at the same but, time, Champa used to do the same thing. Yeah, that's the that's who I into somebody with the that's, knee pad down. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. So uh, what's going <clears> so. The, so I was just surprised. I'm wondering what they're going to do from here, where it seems like they just added a member to uh, Don Callis' family, which, if anybody watched Dynamite, that uh, Sammy Guevara turned on Jericho to join the Don Callis family. Like, he needs another faction. Yeah, I don't know why like they keep Guevara can't into just... Other fa- be yeah, by he himself. can't just be by himself. He's got to I mean, be with other people. I don't understand. Like, especially, even, it seemed like they were turning well, him face by leaving the JAS thing. Well, it's not only the JAS thing, but, but like, he had to be with Ty Conti. He couldn't even just yeah. be by himself yeah. even then. It's like, yeah. what the hell? It's like, I don't get it. And it's kind of like the Anna J treatment, but for a dude. Because if you notice, Anna Jay can't be by herself either. She's yeah, always she, in either a she, tag team or a like group. She was with the TJ, which was like I mean, her and Tay Conti. And then she was in Dark Order girl, before and that. Then she was in the Dark Order, that, which Dark Order was the best for her, especially oh, the being yeah. in the elite matches. What well, kind of reminds Silver me? Silver would be like, Anna, it, Anna. Yeah, it, it reminds, that, like, over over but it also reminds me. Yeah, it also reminds me though of Julia Hart and the House of Black. She's brilliant yeah. in that group. Yeah, yeah. And you see, I like I think at Wrestle Dream, she's going to be facing Chris Statlander. I think. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh, that might be interesting. I mean, I don't think that Chris Statlander would lose. I think they're trying to give her like a nice lengthy reign. I don't think it was Soraya. I mean, I'm pretty sure it this was. This was like afterwards where, mind you, Jade Cargill looks like he, she went to, with the WWE, so they had her do her final match. I think it was a tape match against Chris Statlander, and she hugged her before she left. Yeah, that's and then a they given. showed like, her being at the Performance Center. 
training. Yeah, she's gone. She's I WWE. I just hope that she's in NXT, though. Like, I don't she, think that I've, she should be pushed up on main roster like right I've away. heard she's going to the main, dude. Like, right away. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, like, uh, whatever, though. I mean, like, it's, um, like, we're just commenting on this shit anyway. So, it's, like, our thoughts. Yeah. Generally. But, like. The next batch is the one that didn't make any sense to me, though. Yeah, it's just built more for FTR and Young Bucks. Like, building more on their feud, which. But I don't get under, I don't understand. feud, though. Yeah, I don't understand the guns being in. Yeah, like, with the gangbang. Oh. What's it? I almost They're said in the game Bullet game Club game. Gold. <laughs> They're in Bullet Club Gold, but I don't really understand them being in it. I well, said I mean, that when we were watching this. Time, it's like when we talked about it on like all in. I think that it's like, oh, they had the guns name. Put them in with Bullet Club. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. That's all they were well, thinking. That, well, oh, you know that many men thing where they were doing the pow and they shooting them on the water out. Put them in Bullet Club. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, but I mean, this is almost one of those examples of, oh, daddy's part of the booking, so they always get top oh, billing. Yeah. I mean, oh, they're yeah. literally right behind the main event on the card. Which, and they, I, I think, I and remember. if I remember, they took the pin. Like, so I think yeah. Austin. Yeah, pinned, Colton Gunn pinned him. Pinned uh, Dax, Gunn, right? Yeah, I think it was Dax, yeah. I mean, and so I was it's like what Colton Gunn? Pinned? No, he got what? the pin on Cash. That's what it was. But oh, Colton okay. got it. Colton Gunn got yeah, the pin on Cash. Like, he, he is the worst by far out of the Bullet Club. Yeah, or after like, out of this group, I fucking I got Xbox heat for Colton just because he he looks like he's got a punchable face. Okay? Well, he well, looks like he's a douche. We Doesn't talked mean about that it. He's actually a douche. He just well, we, has a punchable face. We talked about <laughs> it. If you look at his like record, their record, I don't think they've even lost that much. No, they like they, they only lost to really FTR, um, like because they beat the claims. I mean, they lost I think twice to the claim before they took it. But like, and I'm trying to think of other teams that they and like they probably beat most of the other teams that were on the roster. I don't think that there was many, at least in the past year. I don't think that they've lost much. Like, no, honestly, they I don't think. And and that's how it I always mean, has I, been. We with can them. say it's... we can say that it's up to Danny's like talking to them, but I don't honestly think that it's all the way that. But like. If they keep winning matches, especially if the guns are going to take the pin, especially it looks awful for Jay White because he well, feels like it's just like an afterthought in the group. Well, yeah, I mean, like, he took, because he's Robinson the one that does this crazy shit in the match, and then the guns take the pins. Yeah, because he hit the Blade Runner. Yeah, and then and Colton then took Colton the took the pin. Yeah. So and, I'm and like, that's what I'm saying, like. I don't know. Especially Bullet Club Gold hasn't really been doing much for me. Like, Well, how can I mean, you when Juice you've got Robinson the guns in the funny, group, though? though? Yeah, like, I well, just don't like the guns. I mean, I, I, I think even, others could... Even think when others... we saw them at the on the cruise, it was like, fuck, man. They're just missing something for me. Well, and that's I what I said. That's they were even... Is. And they were even pushed like they were... good their entrance is now. I'm like, dude, it took... Like, Took them like two years for them to have a good like entrance. 
Or, Are you talking about the guns up for the bang yeah, bang gang shit? Well, yeah, like where they come out and they shoot the water out, like they're acting like they're shooting. They're doing that, and then they're shooting. Their last I mean, name has been cool, Gun as long as but, they've been around. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but like they do that, and then they're circling them. I'm like, yeah, it looks cool, but I mean, like literally, if they put anyone else in the like the thing to do that, it would look good for them too. I don't but one thing is look different. The one like, thing that I yeah. noticed in this match was that this was, and I talk about Young Bucks matches all the time, but you could literally tell the difference in the Young Bucks wrestling versus FTR wrestling. Yeah, like like Dax is a beast in there. The Young yeah. Bucks every time they wrestle, it looks the same. Like it's like, yeah. okay, there's another Young Bucks match. But FTR, it really is not the same when yeah. I watch them wrestle. They're, like they're just they the do. Great, they're like when they talk about great pure wrestlers, like tag teams. It's like FTR, like all day, and all day. and but, it's and a big difference Jim between likes them too. Is because yeah, of yeah. that, and it's a it's big like difference between Dax and Cash too. Yeah. Dax is yeah. way better to me than Cash is. Well, I mean, especially, it's mostly because his solo matches. When he was having his solo matches, it just showed that he was just. But it shows how good he is, though. Because if you're good as a tag team and singles or solo, then you're a good wrestler. Because it just reminds me of Shawn Michaels, man. Yeah, there aren't many that are good at both. There aren't many that are great at both, yeah. That's the main thing. Like, so, if the uh, Young Bucks wrestled singles matches, they wouldn't look very good to me, I don't think. Yeah. So, singles. I mean, by, by uh, without each other in them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, Matt's decent whenever he's by himself. I mean, they have good ring psychology to an extent. I just think that they need to do something else other than doing the same signature matches. I mean, that's what I say about WWE stuff, though. Like, it's very monotonous, and it just... You can only do your fucking shit so much. At least with Kenny Omega, he'll knee you in the face, and it feels, like, believable. Like, you're going around, and then you're saying, see ya, and kicking them in the face. It's like, it's not really gonna be, like, the same impact. Yeah, and to but, point like, this match... Saying, like, they do that a lot. And that's what and, frustrated yeah. me with this match was it was the second longest on the card. Yeah. It was twenty one yeah. minutes and, and thirty five seconds. To be that way, yeah, it was like uh, to me, it was probably one of my least favorite. <laughs> and then the third longest was the main event, which was basically we knew kind of based on what happened a week prior when yeah. when Orange Cassidy basically got the shit kicked out of him then. That he yep. was going to lose this it. match. As soon as they announced, when I saw that who he was going against at uh, All Out, I knew he was going to lose it. I was like, oh, John Moxley, that means he's winning. Because, but the crazy like, part yeah, is... It's their golden boy right now. I mean, yeah, like, it, what is, except... I mean, it's like certain people like are their golden people. It's well, like it, Chris Jericho, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and then uh, MJF right now. 
But the, like it used to be CM Punk, but then he keeps being a dipshit. But but yeah, so. with this one though, it was a literal beatdown. Moxley kicked the shit out of Orange Cassidy in this match. Oh like, yeah, he beat the shit I out mean, of him, and then I mean, he it was made like, him bleed, and then yeah, he just wrecked him, and and like. And I'm surprised. It was funny because I was like, "Holy shit!" It's the first time that John Moxley didn't bleed in a match that I've seen in like months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he, normally he's bleeding within the first the five bleed. seconds. Yeah, like, of a match. It was like, oh, well, we'll just change it by having Orange be like bloody as shit. But like, it really puts over Orange to be like, especially with his reign. His reign as intercontinental or international champion has been like longer than Pac, a pa, a Pac's reign, about like a mile. He was he had the championship for a long time. Then John Moxley is probably not going to be the same. He'll probably do some of the same stuff, but it's not going to have the same effect that Orange did. Like how they were showing like how every defense was making it tougher, especially the promo that he cut. Before this one, he was like, you're going to have to kill I'm practically going to have to kill him for him to lose the belt, which I liked that part for it. Like, I could tell, like, I liked how everything went into it. Well, so, and that's the thing. Like, you knew it was going to go the way it did, though. Yeah. That's the unfortunate that's a, that's part. Some of problem, these things yeah. I keep talking about with AEW is that they're kind of some stuff is like works to the point where you don't know what they're going to do, but then there's other times where they've telegraphed it so easily that you know exactly how a match is going to go almost down to how it's going to be booked because of how things went into going. So like all of that rating in, you knew it's like the Ricky Starks match we talked about earlier. It's just the delivery, right? You knew that Ricky Starks was not going to tap. So you knew he was going to pass out, you just didn't know how they were going to get there. Now, how they got there was brilliant. And this is the same thing. You knew Cassidy was going to get his ass whooped because he called it out beforehand. Yeah. So so you knew he was going to lose, so you knew he was going to get killed. And that's basically what happened. And But, you know, ever since then, Moxley, and I don't know if it was meant to be, but he lost to Ray Phoenix. Like, Oh, Oh, okay, yeah, because I saw that shit, like, super fast. Like, he dropped him not once on his head during his Phoenix driver move. He knocked him on his head the first time, and then he pinned him, and I think that Mox was out. But what I I read is he had a concussion prior to all of that. Oh, Like, it was at the very beginning of the match that he had. Oh, a concussion. Damn, so he was fucked and he up. Wrest- yeah, that he wrestled that throughout he wrestled with through, one. And then he still landed. Ooh, yeah, man, that so that's sucks. why I'm like. Because so- this is what happened. So he did the Phoenix driver. I think that's what they call it. He landed straight on his neck or on top of his head. He pinned him. And, and I think that they were, he was supposed to kick out. He didn't. <laughs> so uh, what's his name? The ref sat there and made a judgment call and he was like uh trying to figure it out so he didn't count the pin which he should have just counted the pin well the first time if he, he did well then he then well, that's he, what I'm saying he should have did <laughs> he, he should have counted it then because yeah. I remember I think somebody was talking I can't remember who 
I saw something where they were like talking about refs mannerisms. If you're doing the tapping thing and the person ain't doing it, still do the third. Like yeah. they're like, regardless of what it is, don't make it look like it's staged or whatever by like stopping. You, yeah. Just like, just count it. Well, that's what like that. What right I talk about, this, then they let him up and I think they did it again. Yeah. And then he landed on his head again. Yeah. And then they did the pin. I was like, that should have never happened. Yeah, and he that's that. should have just been three and then been out. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, that's the stuff I talked about previously where AEW looks like WCW 2000 to me. It's oh, this yeah. weird stuff that they've done and the bookings that they've done. And I think it's because of the setup. Like, right after this, it looks like AEW might go to Max for streaming. So it may be a yeah. deal kind of set up like WWE has with Peacock. So people may not have to pay. Now, we don't know. They may go with the same model that AEW or uh, UFC has with ESPN for for their UFC pay-per-views where you still have to pay for them. But it'll just be on max. But um, hopefully yeah, it'll know. be like or, WWE or it where it's like part of the... Later. Well, because at the same time, Max yeah. announced that the NBA f- it ha- will have a sports package for an extra ten bucks a month, where you'll see NBA <laughs> games and stuff. So we'll see what happens. I mean, whatever. But regardless, it's fifty dollars for a pay per view, or it may change to be in. But the next one will be Wrestle Dream uh, next week. Actually, is it next week? I yeah, it's it was the first. October 1st it's October first. Like yeah. That, yeah, that's man, actually it's not quick, next man. week. It's actually Sunday. <laughs> Collision because oh. they're both here in Seattle. So Collision is here Saturday, and Wrestle Dreams here on Sunday. Jeez, man! And I will be going to both of them. So, well, I mean, you should just launch stream or something if you could, or like whatever. Uh, doing stuff like uh, whatever for the TikTok <laughs> channel or something. I don't know, whatever. So uh, pretty much after this one, we're going to be talking about payback for 2023 for the next podcast. But then after that, I guess it's Russell Dream first. I couldn't remember if it was Russell Dream first and then Fastlane or if it was Yeah, it'll be then. Russell Dream on the first and I think Fastlane is the seventh. Uh, so we're going to so be caught up and then behind again. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, hopefully we'll be way more caught up. Oh, we will anyway. be. We're in we're in like a yeah. battle rhythm now, I think. So, but yeah, I mean yeah. that's it's pretty mostly much... like if life happens. Most of the time, it's like trying to film them, especially now. Know that we started doing the video setup too, so I think yeah. it's helped. So, uh, if you've made it to this uh, part of the podcast, thank you for listening. And if you want to listen to any of our other podcasts or watch our uh, reviews and stuff like that, like uh, we and the heartofgeek.com has all that, all the stuff on there. Like all, yeah, the, you could, all their podcasts, you can also, music reviews, all that stuff. Yeah, you can also check out a them on your favorite podcast providers like at, we're on all of them apple podcast yeah. google podcast iheart radio spotify all pretty of them. much all of them so yeah so like uh what's it <clears> called <throat> and and i'm trying to debate if i'm wanted to i'm like i'm probably gonna make a review for lines of p tomorrow hopefully if everything's permitting 
Like, uh, because I've almost beaten the whole game so far. Like, I'm real close to the ending already. And <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be like that, but I've obviously gotten better at Dark Souls games, or, like, Soulsborne's games, whatever. So, yeah, if you, uh, yeah, just check out our stuff, like, <laughs> on the webpage and stuff. So, uh, for me and Jeremy, we'll talk to you guys in the next podcast. Yeah, peace out. Peace.